The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime, your home for the lowest-priced last-minute tickets. Download the GameTime app today and use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog's Pick'em for a chance to win 100 times. Promo code HGP at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Everybody. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing good. Yeah, earlier show, having some brewskis here. Uh, getting ready to watch the the Flyers pound some uh, pound some Blackhawks here. So yeah, it's going to be a, gonna be a good night. That sounds like it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's Lent, but uh, it was Champions League match day today, so uh, having a few pops. And uh, yeah, excited for a nice slate of hockey. I ended up making more bets than I expected, but uh, hopefully they, they they go better than the last uh, four or five days. And uh, yeah, how the hell are you doing tonight, Talon? I'm doing all right. I was telling Julie a little bit before. I'm hungover, bro. I was up till like 4 a.m. last night just playing guitar and singing and, you know, just pissing off my girlfriend. I guess she was up all night listening to me be absolutely terrible trying to sleep. So I felt very bad for that, but you know, sometimes you gotta do that, bro. It throws me back to my back to my old school, really hard drinking days back when it was back when it was pretty crazy. But it, it was a good time, you know. Learned learned a couple songs. Don't really remember much of them, but we had fun. That's all that matters, no? Fucking right, all right. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get right into this, boys. We're gonna we're gonna jump in. Everyone, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We got an eleven game slate set for Thursday tomorrow. We're gonna run through that. It's gonna be sweet uh this whole time i've been saying basketball has happened i didn't realize it's like a, an all-star break or something for basketball so i guess yeah, I'm college, basketball, yeah. college, college basketball yeah. there you go basketball anyway there you go ncaa hoops i guess march madness is probably coming up maybe people will be pretty fired up for that uh nascar is doing its thing golf you know there's tons of stuff going on in the world of sports you can find all that information at the sgpn website i'm uh, sure to go check it out listen to the other shows everybody's killing everybody's having a good time uh, check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles that he's pumping out weekly, doing an awesome job with those as always. Uh, and of course, mention out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. It's popping off. Everybody's having a good time. You know, lots of good discussions. People, people pick at winners. We, got, we just got a good time going on in the Discord, man. So if you're not in there, you're not making money. Uh, if you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HTTP Twitter account, social media assistant, producer. We'll get you going. We'll tell you everything that you need to know. Uh, or what you can do is Christ just, I don't know. What, what beer are you drinking there, Julie? What is that? What was that beer that you guys are talking about? Modelo from Mexico. Modelo. There you go. You can have a couple of cervezas. And when you're having a couple of cervezas, our boy Joel Meyer will be right there with you, you know, watching some soccer and firing it up. So when you're all drinking your little Mexican beers, you can ask him, Hey buddy, how do I get in the discord? And he'll be like, Hey Holmes is how you get in the discord, baby. Hola. <laughs> Yeah, uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Leave us a, a five-star rating and review. I'll read it at the end of the show. Also, subscribe on YouTube. Seeing some uh, good good subscription growth there, so we appreciate that. Make sure you, you know, tell a friend if you enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, everything helps the uh, the show grow. 
Hell yeah. All right. We're going to jump into our lock dogs and totals from uh, not last show, but the show before that. These games took place on February uh, the 20th. So I guess I guess last yesterday. night. Yesterday. I don't know. Days just fall together, bro. It's weird. Uh, anyways, uh, myself, I went 2-1 and one up 0.07 units. Uh, Ryan went 1-2 and two down 0.59 units. And rough day for the champ. Julie Meyer went 0-3 oh down, uh, down 4 units here. Um, I'll kick us off, boys. I'll run through it for my lock. I had Vegas money line against the Nashville Predators minus one forty-two. Nashville showed up for this game, man. It was a five-three final. I think they were they were leading pretty early. They was up like two-one or something like that after the first period, and they scored twice in the second. That pretty much all but iced the game. Uh, for my dog, I had the Islanders money line versus Penguins at plus one twenty. Islanders went up early. I think it was like two nothing or something. I guess actually no. Never mind. Pittsburgh went up one nothing. Then Islanders went up three one after that. So it was looking good. Penguins came back though, tied it. Uh, Adam Pellich ended up winning it for the Islanders in overtime. So that hit a plus one twenty. And then for my total, uh, Columbus LA Kings under six and a half. That was a five one final. I was sweating that out in the third period, but the under came in nonetheless. Yeah, for myself, my lock was the Rangers minus one forty two at home against the Stars. Got 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 that a win there. Got, got outshot forty two twenty six. You know, it was gonna. Close there at the end, but got an empty netter for a three-one win. My dog, Devils on the puck line at Washington. They they lost six-two. They got you know completely rinsed there in the third period. And my total, uh, Canucks Avalanche over six and a half minus one fifteen. Got a, a good performance there from Gorgiev, uh, unexpected. So did not hit that one. Yeah, three losers here. I think two of them were bad bets. One of them was was. Uh... More of a bad beat. Uh, we'll get into it. Devils money line minus one seventy. They were the better team in that one. Charlie Lingard just stood on his head. Goalies matter, and uh, Capital took over in the third period, especially after the uh, uh, the third goal there. So that was a loser. Dog. This is the one I, I thought that I I, I deserved a better fate from this one. As far as ranges over six and a half plus one on two. The expected goals were off the charts. Wedgwood was okay. Let in a couple of stupid ones, but the Shostakin. That's just Stark in his back. Igor is back. He stood on his head for this one. And uh, yeah, Stars, Stars uh, had a lot of chances, but uh, Igor stood on his head for this one. So it stayed under the total. And my actual total was the Wild Jets under six. This is a bad bet. Bad bet. I mean, they're both on a back to back, both playing, uh, you know, backup goalies. I don't know if you consider Flurry the backup to Gustafsson or whatever at this point. Either case, uh, this is always supposed to be. Uh, Maybe an over. This is supposed to be an over. Uh, I just figured that both teams more defensive than offensive, but uh, with the way the goalies played and uh, on the back-to-back for both teams, I, I regret this one right from the start, actually. Um, but, yeah, uh, this one was like 6-3 final, so no good. All right. When you started off with three losers, I thought I thought you were talking about us. So I was like, Joel, that's that's a little harsh, bro. What are we doing here? But wow, we're usually used to just two losers, right? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Speaking of that, let's go ad boy or ad lad. The ad lad. All right, let's figure this out now. Uh good luck. Game time. <laughs> we'll talk about game time. Have you ever been uh stressed out trying to buy tickets? Maybe uh go see the Dingles fight. Yeah, kangaroo scrap. Uh, I shall have, uh, but that's why I go to Game Time. Buy tickets to your favorite events. It shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Browse to the Game Time app 
and talk about upcoming events in your area. Flash deals, last minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. Game time is their place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more, like dingo fights. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the fucking difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing up in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. We are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NBA, NHL, and college basketball. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100 times with some spicy plays. My favorite underdog picker for today's show is the little doggy to beat the big doggy. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Now enough for... We're not here to fuck some spiders. Let's get to the picks. <laughs> that was a hell of a commitment to the bit there, Mr. Meyer. What exactly were we just listening to there? Game time. And Underdog <laughs> Fantasy. Uh, fair enough, bro. Uh, love our Australian pals over there. Everybody in Australia, we love you. You know, down under, all that good stuff. Uh, uh, all right, boys. I was Australian. I thought I was just... You know, <laughs> no, we got you. Don't worry, man. We got you. It was good. It was good. It was spot on. I like that. Uh, better than whatever accident you were doing the other day. It was absolutely terrible, but whatever. Um, all right, boys. We got 11 games left for Thursday, February 22nd. We ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. All right, first game on the docket here at the 7 p.m. time slot. We have the Dallas Stars against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, Dallas on the money line, sitting at minus 155. Sends on the money line at plus 130. The over-unders at 6.5, overpaying off. Minus 142, the under plus 120. Uh, Raga, you sounded pretty enthusiastic there with your, oh, yeah. Why don't you kick us off here? Yeah, it's all, all, all stars here. Stars minus 155, you know, coming off three-game losing streak here. Edmonton, Boston, Rangers, three of the, you know, better teams in the league and now they they get to go to ottawa where the senators have not been playing too well senators coming home from a three-game road trip they won in tampa but then lost in florida uh gonna be the third game in four nights for both teams but you know i think ottawa coming back home off that road trip and just being the worst team are, are at a disadvantage uh dallas is good on the road 17 7 and 5 should be ottinger against uh forsberg or Persala, whoever for for ottawa there and yeah dallas is one of the best uh, expected goals for teams in the league over the past 10 games at 56.7 percent ottawa's in the bottom half at 50.8 percent so dallas just a much better team gonna go with them at minus 155 
bring the odds up for our uh, live watchers there, uh, Gilbert. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, there we go. And for me too, because I didn't listen to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, stars, stars of the play here. I think uh, Senators off that road trip. You guys mentioned that. Uh, yeah, stars were the. I think they're the better team against Boston. They're the better team against the Rangers. They're just coming across that uh, two good goalies, and then the, the Bruins just find a way as usual. Um, yes, yeah, so give me the stars here, even at minus one fifty-five. A little bit, little bit high there, but uh, yeah, Sens are. I don't think that they. Are that great of a team? I think that they'll they'll rise in the standings a little bit. Um, they, they are playing better. They they are a surprising team. Like they lose to the Blackhawks, then beat the fucking Lightning, and come close against the Panthers, just losing in overtime. So yeah, Sens are a bit of a weird weird call right now. But uh, that said, I think we've still got to go with the better team with the Stars. And uh, even at minus one forty two, I kind of like the over here. Although Ottinger in that is, is a big deal that kind of defines how the stars play. I, I love betting stars overs when Wedgwood is in net, but with Ottinger in there, it's kind of scaring me off. So just the stars money line for myself. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm right there with you guys. I don't understand how you wouldn't want to bet Dallas in this game. Minus 155. I'm seeing uh, all the way even down at minus 145 at other books as well. So if you, I'm sure this is what you guys like. If you shop around, you can find some value there. So there you go, Professor Jolie thing going on. Um, no, I'm right there with you, though, man. Like The stars are sweet. They've had a couple bad beats. You touched on that. That loss to the Rangers kind of sucked. They were definitely the better team when they played the Bruins. I think they had like 49 shots on net. Or something crazy like that. It was a it was a pretty wild game, man. They just they just met a hot goalie. So I think this is a this is a chance for them to right the ship. They're currently on a three game losing streak. They want to come out here, you know, take two points off the Sens, you know, finish up this road trip that they're on, and then kind of go back home and just start plowing into the ends of the season. And it kind of starts with this game here. So I really do like Dallas. A uh, great road team as well. If you're interested, 17-7 and five record here um yeah first in the league when it comes to goal scoring this team puts the biscuit in the basket um as far as over under in the game six and a half minus 142 i'm leaning towards the over here both teams can score you guys talked about it ottawa is a funny team they just kind of show up some games and then just absolutely shit the bed not a lot of system play going on definitely not a lot of defense we talked on that uh they let in a lot of goals man they're 30th in the league when it comes to uh goals allowed averaging 3.57 against per game and both teams can score i'm going to take the over six and a half minus 142 uh, okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We had the Colorado Avalanche against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself was in Detroit here. Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 148. Red Wings on the money line at plus 124. Uh, over-unders is 6.5. Over sitting at minus 135. The under plus 114. Uh, Crocodile Dundee over there. What do we got going on? <laughs> Fucking love this game, man. This is a, this is the <laughs> classic. I always look forward to the Avalanche playing the Red Wings. Great timing for it. Avalanche finally getting two wins in a row. Um, and the Red Wings coming back from a long road trip where they were a bit lucky to get uh, four points, I thought. Well, actually, yeah, they beat the, the Flames and the Kraken. <sighs> but, yeah, this one, give me the Avalanche all day long here. They're a the much better team. This this line is uh, doesn't give them enough respect. I know they had a bad road trip in the last one, but I think they'll come out guns blazing for this one. Um, fairly healthy now. Lekkonen has been a huge deal. Awesome block blocking the Philip Ronick's tying tying shot there uh, against the the, the Canucks that uh, that was a beautiful thing like this guy gives it his all that's probably why he was injured for half the season but now that he's back he's giving it uh, 100% effort and uh, he makes a big difference for this team even though especially because his true skin is still out of course um lead him all the way long and Ryan Johansson two goals out of nowhere 
I didn't see that coming. Uh, big help there. Hopefully he can keep it up. Maybe so we can actually trade him for uh, you know less than a first rounder to get a, off that fucking salary. Um, yeah. Anyway, love the Avs here. Minus one forty eight. That's just too disrespectful. And I love the over as well with with the Avalanche the way they play, the Red Wings the way they play. They both score goals. They both play shit defense. Red Wings also, I think Alex Lyon is still injured, so uh, that's another. He's concern. confirmed, actually. Yeah, he's confirmed. Is he? Is he back? Yeah. All right, that that makes me a little bit uh, less bullish on the abs and the over, but still, I, <laughs> I like them both. Regardless, maybe he's still a bit hurt. We, we need to bang him up. We need to, I don't know, send uh, Curtis McDermott right at him or, or something to, to um, you know, knock him out. You know, like the old school days between the ads and the Red Wings. Yeah, I love the ads, love the over. We see goals and give me a 5-3 abs win. Yeah, I'm right there with you on the over, six and a half at minus 135. It's a bit steep, but, you know, these are two of the, the best over teams in the league this season, even with Alex Lyon in that. I think it should be a higher scoring game. Could see some physicality, some power plays, so could see extra goals there. I don't know why, but I'm leaning to the Red Wings here at home, plus 124. They're just a different animal at home, 15, 8, and 5. Colorado's 13 and 13 and 4 on the road. Like, looking at the overall numbers, the Red Wings just look to be like the Blues of the East. Blues have the third worst expected goals for in the league, goals 4%, and Red Wings have the fourth worst this season. So Red Wings are getting it done somehow. I think there should be some regression at some point, but I don't know if I can go against the Red Wings at home, even after a long road trip. They have had two days off now after winning in Seattle on Monday. So lean to Detroit, plus 124, but I do like the over 6.5 at minus 135. Yeah, I got to go with Julie here. I'm taking Colorado here. I know Ryan touched on they haven't necessarily been a great road team, but uh, to me they're just simply the better team. You got guys like Nathan McKinnon just being an absolute stud doing what they're doing. Um, Gorgiev has left a little bit to be desired this year. We've talked about that enough. We don't got to dig too much into it, but I just think there's enough firepower to kind of make up for it here. Um, as far as over under, I'm kind of going against you guys here. I'm kind of thinking an under game six and a half plus 114. Um, you know, both teams are good at scoring. You're right about that, but realistically, Detroit doesn't really generate a lot of scoring opportunities. They're 24th in the league when it comes to shots on goals on average per game. Um, both power plays are good, but truth be told, both penalty kills are top 10 in the league as well. Um, and these teams do take a lot of penalty minutes. So with that being said, I still think it's going to lead towards the under. I like that value at a uh, plus 114 too. Maybe you can shop around and find like a seven at like minus 150 or something. A little bit of push insurance, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to take the under and I'm uh, I'm going to take Colorado in this game. Also, one okay. more thing. One more thing I yep. Nathan McKinnon extends the uh, home point streak on, on an assist on an empty net on that goal. So he's, he's still gone after Gretzky's record of uh, 41 points uh, or, yeah, points and 41 home screens. That's, That's insane. Sick, That's nasty. Um, all right, heading out to 7 p.m. time slot. We have the Washington Capitals against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay here. Washington on the money line sitting at plus 170. Bolts on the money line at minus 205. Uh, Tampa Bay on the puck line at minus one and a half sitting at plus 124. The over-unders at six and a half. Over sitting at minus 102. The under minus 118. I love this goddamn game, yo. This is Jolie with Colorado. This is me in this game, dude. Tampa Bay has to be the play minus 205 is a lot of juice i'm looking at them at regulation you can actually get a minus 125 at some books that's decent value uh tampa bay is awesome at home they have an 18 7 and 3 record washington is not a great road team 11 12 and 3 um 
Tampa on a two-game losing streak. It's much like I said with Dallas here. They want to change that up a bit. They want to beat the piss out of uh, out of this Washington squad. I will say eight of the past ten wins that this Tampa team has had has been in regulation. So uh, they're they're firing on all cylinders when it does come to winning, and uh, they are doing a lot of goddamn winning at home. So I'm going to be all over Tampa here for this game. Um, Kucherov for Hart. I'm still standing by it. That's my boy. Um, over under in this game here. Christ, I don't know. I'm looking at. I'm thinking this might want to go a little bit under. You know, you got Vasilevsky, who we know could be an absolute stud. Yes, he struggled this year, but Charlie Lindgren's expected to get the nod for the Caps. And you guys were right; he's had a hell of a season. He's almost has he pretty much took that starter's job away from Darcy Kemper. I don't know because of the money allocated, but he's been the better goalie for sure. Uh, 2.62 goals against average, 0.915 save percentage here. So the under six and a half is the play. I'm also probably looking at Kucherov point total, maybe like over one and a half or something like that. Yeah, love the bolts here. Not going to add too much, but I'm just going to take them on the puck line. Uh, plus 124, get plus odds there. You can still get plus 130 elsewhere. Uh, caps are 3-6-2 and two in their last 11 games. All six regulation losses were by at least two. And Tampa is 12-6-0 and oh in their past 18. Have a few uh, overtime wins there, but besides that, I think every regulation win has been by at least two goals. So I'm going to go with the puck line at plus 124. Backing up my boys here. Love the lightning in this game. Hit them pretty hard. Money line, regulation, puck line, whatever. The Capitals are uh, still fraudulent. Uh, they're, they're just getting away with, with some silly stuff. And, yeah, they're just not a good team right now. Ovechkin is hot. I'll give him that. Uh, he's finally finding his, score, finding his goal-scoring touch. But uh, it's not going to matter against Lightning, who are desperate after two bad losses, and especially the, the, the 9-2 loss to the Panthers. I don't even expect them to just shit the bed against the Senators the next game. Uh, they lost some money there. But uh, for this one, this is, where we, this is where we get our money back. Lightning all day long. They're going to stomp the Caps. All right, heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh here. Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 185. Penguins on the money line, minus 225. Penguins on the puck line at minus 1.5 sitting at plus 114. The over-unders is 6.5, overpaid on plus 110. The under, minus 130. Uh, right, guy, we all know how much you love the Penguins. Why don't you uh, why don't you dive into this one head first for us? Uh, ha, ha. Ha, ha, look at this. Look at this Penguins team just completely shitting the bed. Kyle Dubas, I think, had some media availability today. <laughs> said they're not going to buy. They're not going to sell. So they're going to stay put here. Penguins, I think, on this season now are, are 24, 21, and 8. They're barely a few points above the, the Sabres. Probably only barely a few points above these Canadians here. So I don't think the Penguins should be anywhere close to minus 225. Canadians aren't a great team, but plus 185, yeah, uh, I'll take that. Um for the total, I guess I lean to the over, over six and a half at, at plus 110. Uh, but Jari has been good. Penguins have been an under team. So not going to play the total necessarily. Just a, uh, a, a play half unit, unit so on the uh, Canadians, plus 185. I absolutely hammered the Penguins in this game. We got the Canadians playing the Sabres tonight. They're going to go to war in Pittsburgh, border crossing game and all that shit. Um yeah, Dubis, what did he say? He's not going to buy or he's not going to sell. It's either one of the fucking other. Uh, I mean, if they're not going to make the playoffs, then then sell Jake Gensler because he's not likely to sign. Um, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know if Dubis is doing as usual. Um, yeah, give me the Penguins all day long here. And lean to the under six and a half because the Penguins can't fucking score. They can def- uh, they can't defend, but they have some good goaltending at least. And uh, yeah, so I, th- I think the Penguins win this one like four to one, something like that. 
Yeah, Pittsburgh's got to be the safe play there. I'm with you guys. I think they, they either got it done in regulation or the Not with you guys. Are... You're with me. You're with me. Oh, with you. Sorry. 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 I'm with Joliar. I wasn't really listening to Ryan. My bad. But I just assumed <laughs> yeah, he picked the Penguins because he loves them so much. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm with there, buddy. Like, I feel like they either win in regulation or the puck line's not a bad look here. Montreal second half of back-to-back, like you said, a little banged up. And keep in mind the Crosby factor, too. Tradition throughout his career said has always shown up playing against his boyhood team, the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, so uh, I'll be looking for Crosby, maybe like an anytime goal scorer here. Uh, Montreal takes a lot of penalties, bro. I know the Penguins' power play isn't that great statistically, but when you look at some of these players that are on it, man, like Carlson, Crosby, Malkin, like obviously Gensel would be there too. He's hurt. We all know that, so that's a bit of a loss, but uh, they, they just got to find a way. Latang out there as well, you know, just to, to get it done. So I'm all over Pittsburgh in this game as far as over-under goes. I do like the under six and a half a lot. These teams you touched on, Joel, they're not really great when it comes to goal scoring. Jari's been exceptional this year. I don't know if he's going to play this game or not. They might get a uh, – who's their backup? Nadelkovic? Yeah, although he played the other night, so maybe it will be Jari. Um, I don't know. Uh, e- either way, I'm leaning towards the under heavy in this six and a half minus 130. I think that's a great play. Yeah, I've been hanging on about the power play all fucking year long, and it still hasn't clicked. I know. I don't get it. It's wild, yo. Disclaimer here. I uh, I forgot the Canadians play tonight, and it's a back-to-back. So maybe not maybe not a strong play on the Canadians. I'm scrambling to find another dog here, but I'm not backing the Penguins. I'll, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Just out of spite or what? No, it's not a good bet. 225? They're not a good team. Okay. And some spite. Uh, uh, all <laughs> right. We've done this. 100%. I'm with you, Julie. We're all in on the Penguins tomorrow. Um, all right. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot, we have the New York Rangers against the New Jersey Devils here. Uh, game itself is in New Jersey. Rangers on the money line set at minus 105. Devils on the money line at minus 115. The over-unders at 6.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Uh, this one's a little bit of a toughie to cap here. You know, the, the, the Rangers had a big win. We talked about it against Dallas, so they're feeling high. They've had some struggles as of late. Sturkin hasn't necessarily been the greatest with the .904 save percentage. But, I mean, it's better than any goaltending the fucking New Jersey's got. So, um, tough one to kind of cap here. The Devils aren't really a great home team. They're 13-13-2. Uh, both teams are pretty good on the division records, actually. 8-4-0 and uh, for the Rangers, and then 9-6-2 and for the Devils. I think you just got to ride the hot hand in this game, man. Rangers are on an eight-game winning streak, for Christ's sakes. Like, that's absolutely bananas. No one's really talking about that. I think we brought it up last game. Um, but, yeah, this Rangers team's firing in all cylinders. Finally, things are clicking. I'm going to take New York minus 105 on the road, even though it's not really a road game. Game. it's what like a 25 minute drive or something i don't i don't know i don't know new york's proximity and shit like this but i think it's, it's the, pretty uh, close it's when tony soprano visits uh the, the, the bosses yeah, in, in new york you're City. Right. that's all i know about the, the exactly the City exactly <laughs> <laughs> fair enough bro if he can drive uh, there the fucking devils and the range can drive to Jersey. <laughs> i like that but i like that um uh, okay and then uh, over under in this game i'm leaning towards over a little bit i think uh these guys played much earlier in the year. It was a 5-3 final. Obviously, things have changed here. But I just I, I can't take an under in a in a Devils game. I just feel like they get their tits lit every time I end up watching them or end up betting them. So give me the uh, give me the over six and a half. Give me the rags. Yeah, going with the Rangers here. Their their winning streak has not been great for my uh, Carolina to win the Metro futures here. But I, I like them here. Minus one hundred five. You can still get even money elsewhere. Like I mean, the Devils, we thought Nico Dolls might be a guy, and then he allowed, what, five or six goals to, to the Capitals there, including a few to Ovechkin. So, yeah, Rangers is just, just a better team, better better five-on-five play, I believe, better goalie. 
And yeah, just, you know, rivalry game. They'll get up for it. They already won 5-3 in New Jersey in November, as Talon said. So love the Rangers here at minus 105. Um, lean to the over, just because both of these teams are over teams. And it's a Devils game, but probably won't be betting that. This is what some unenlightened people would call a fishy line. Why are the Rangers leading the division dogs to the Devils who are fighting for their playoff lives? I know why, because the Devils are a good team. They're getting healthy now. The, the Rangers, they're relying too much on Chesterkin these days. They were fine, actually. They're, they're playing better 5-on-5 five five, uh, earlier in the season, but that, that hasn't been the case lately. They just bailed out by some elite goaltending. So in that case, I like the Devils here to bounce back from a terrible loss against the Capitals. Give me the Devils all day long here, minus 115. I think that's just fine. Uh, Lean to the over, because I don't think that Shosturkin can keep this up uh, indefinitely. Uh, so, yeah, and the Devils, you know, they're going to let a few in. So this, if for the Devils to win, they're going to have to score four or five. So in that case, if I'm back in the Devils, I got to back the over as well. Definitely correlated. Love the Devils. And uh, uh, by that right, give me the over as well. Okay, heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. This is a sick game. This is probably the best game we have in the slate. Uh, we got the Florida Panthers against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina here. Florida on the money line sitting at minus 105. Hurricanes on the money line at minus 115. The over-under is at 6. Over paying off minus 122. The under plus 102. Uh, these are two awesome teams going at it. We got Florida, obviously, who is uh, currently sitting up first in the Atlantic, and the Canes who are second in the Metro uh canes are awesome at or at home rather sorry 18 6 and 4 they're on a three-game win streak coming into this with that being said i'm gearing up towards the cats here man as good as the canes are at home the cats are even better on the road they have a 27 and 2 road record they're currently on a six-game winning streak for christ's sakes these guys are firing on all cylinders uh both teams are in the in the top third when it comes to goal scoring both teams are in the top when it comes to pretty much every statistic possible uh it's going to be a hell of a matchup here man with that being said i'm giving the edge to florida i think they play a heavier more physical game uh and then goaltending you got to give the edge to florida too uh peter kachetkov he's got he's got decent goals against average we talked about this before but his save percentage sucks it's because uh it's because carolina doesn't really give up a lot of show or shots on goal Per game, they're actually first in the league for shots on goal allowed. They only average the opponent letting uh, 25.1 shots on net. Uh, with that being said, Florida's first in the league for actually shooting, and they uh, they got a pretty, pretty, pretty fucking deadly power play as well here. So uh, I'm leaning towards the Panthers. I think we're going to see an absolute battle here. I think uh, they're, 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 what did I say? Their experience from last year's playoffs has kind of kickstarted this team into having success, especially in a game like this. You know, going to the finals, they know what it takes to play hard against a good team. Not to say the Carolina doesn't, but I just think that goaltending edge is so important too. Um, so I love Florida in this game. As far as over under goes, six is a six is a pretty low number. I, I don't really like that. Florida does take a lot of penalty minutes. Both teams have good power play NPK. But I think the thing about Florida is that when they take penalties, they find a way to they find a way to make sure that you know they're gonna be coincidentals and Carolina's going in there too with a little punch in the face and all the little shit that happens after the play. So they have a funny way of evening things up. I'm going to be leaning towards the over in this game, minus 122, even if we see like a 3-3 overtime or, uh, I don't know, maybe like a 4-3 finish or something like that. Give me the over. Give me Florida. Yeah, it should be, it should be a great game here. Eastern Conference final rematch. Could be an Eastern Conference final preview based at this rate. These are the two best teams in the East, I think, here. Going to go with the Cats, minus 105. You know, Talon mentioned it. They have a good road record, which is a huge change from recent years when they were just dog shit on the road and you know Kane's decent at home 18 6 and 4 but 
they haven't been too impressive recently. I guess they've been better, you know, over the past 10 games, one, one, eight of 10. Uh, so yeah, lean, uh, like, like the cats here, minus one Oh five. Also really like the under six at plus one Oh two. There are six and a halfs out there at, at minus minus one thirty if you want to push for a, a four, two game. But I think, you know, just should be very, there should be a, a three, two overtime game here. That's kind of my final score prediction. If I had to predict it, um, should be a very playoff like atmosphere. Uh, I think Panthers do pull this one out though in Carolina at minus one Oh five. Right. I think that the, the line is correctly priced uh, between these two teams. I think the Panthers are slightly better, but the Hurricanes are, of course, at home. So no no play on the side. But yeah, like Ryan, I do love the under six at uh, plus 102 or the uh, juicy under six and a half. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're going to see a low scoring affair here. No doubt about it. Panthers, very defensive team. They play these close games all the time. 3-2 score line is, uh, is a correct assumption of what we'll see. All right, Adlad, let's go. Oh, yeah, me again. Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the fucking dark and join over 30,000 users researching the hall of fame bets to graph more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month today Start researching. Start winning with all fame bets. Oh boy, Joel. You see, you're getting good at this, eh? You know, you should just do yeah. them full time from it now. Won't on. happen again. Won't happen again. <laughs> uh, all right, head down to the EPO time slot. We have the New York Islanders against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis here. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at minus one twelve. Uh, the Blues on the money line at minus one hundred eight. The over unders at six and a half. Overpaid off plus one hundred two. The under minus one twenty two. Uh, Joel, you did those ads so well. Why don't you uh, jump right back into this and uh, and kick us off here? Yes, sir. Uh, Islanders coming off a nice win against the Penguins on the road. 5-4 overtime win, but they were comfortably ahead in that one. The better team, and I think that they are the better team than the Blues here. Yeah, they're favored, so the market recognizes that, but it's not enough. It's not enough. The Islanders should be favored by more than this. Blues are a shit team, shit culture, whatever. Fuck them. They had their, their glory days behind them. Honors better team, better goalies, better defense now that uh, Pelic's back, and uh, better coach too with Patrick Waugh against uh, I don't know, Dean Bannister or whatever the fuck his name is, Bannister something. Um, yeah, Honors <laughs> all day long here. Uh, and the total lean to the over six and a half. The way the Honors are playing now, playing much more free, free hockey. Uh, they got the good goalie and all that. But uh, yeah, it, it, these aren't Lane Lamberts. These aren't uh, Barry Trotz's Islanders. These are uh, Patrick Wise Islanders. It's it's more like the Avalanche, those high scoring Fox back in the day when Nathan McKinnon won the Calder. So yeah, I love the over, love the Islanders to win this game. Yeah, uh, not no real strong feeling on this side. It's not really too surprising that Joel is going with his Islanders over the Blues that we. I'm we've back been here. <laughs> Joel's back. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I love the over here, over six and a half at plus one hundred two. I think Varlamov is confirmed for this. There have been. 20 goals in the past two Islanders games, Ooh. three straight overtime games. So I, I don't mind taking the draw here either. Islanders have gone to overtime 
in 21 of their 55 games or so. So that's a decent percentage, more than more than a third there. So if you get a plus 300 or better, don't mind sprinkling that. Maybe a 3-3 correct score going to overtime. But my only bet for this one is the over 6.5 at plus 102. <sighs> You brought up some good points about how the Islanders playing a little bit different under Patrick Wall. Like you said, it's a running gun and a lot of fun for this team, it seems like. Ooh. I still kind of like the Blues, though, bro. They've been solid at home all year, 16-11-1. You know, yes, they've slipped off a little bit lately, but they're still battling. I think they're still in a wild card spot, so every point matters for this team here. For now. Uh, for now, that's fair. I like that overtime play you brought up, Ryan, too, especially with the importance of every point. They could just run up for St. Louis and then Islanders, what do you say, like 22 games or something crazy have gone to overtime. That's absolutely insane. So I think there's some decent value on that as well. But I am going to take St. Louis minus 108 here. Um, ah, shit, I don't. I don't love the over, but I, I just can't bet under what, I, what I've seen out of these two teams as of late. It's been pretty rough kind of just goal hockey, I guess, man. So I don't know. Meanwhile, if you look at the actual numbers, it doesn't look like it should go over. But uh, these things have a funny way of working out. So I'm going to take the over six plus one on two. I'm going to be right there with you guys reluctantly, I suppose. Uh, okay, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot. We have the Boston Bruins against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary here. Bruins on the money line sitting at minus 130. Uh, Flames on the money line at plus 110. The over-under is at five and a half. Overpaying off minus 130. The under plus 110. Boston is on the second night of a back-to-back. They were playing the Oilers at 10 p.m. tonight. Um, toughie, dude. This is a bit of a toughie. The Bruins are good on back-to-backs, I believe. They're, they're just good all around, man, especially on the road. They got a 15-5-6 record, which is sweet. Calgary's nothing to write home or write home about at home. No pun intended. 13-13-1 record here. I think just based off goaltending here, whether it be... Who's playing tonight? Do we know? Is it Swayman? Is it Oldmark? I'm seeing Olmark's expected, but I don't think it really matters. Either way, they're both fucking sick. So I'm going to lean towards the Bruins here at minus 130. I think there's a lot of value on this team. I think that this team's the real deal contender. And what do I always say? If you want to be a real deal in the NHL, you have to be able to show up on the second night of a back-to-back and take some points. And Calgary's at that point where it's like, all right, we know that they're selling. We know that they're moving players and shopping players around here. Uh, so to expect them to beat the Bruins ever, uh, that's just not going to work in my mind. So give me Boston minus 130 over under in this game. We saw this. Uh, we saw this a couple of weeks ago. It was a four-one final. Calgary actually won that game, which is kind of interesting. But um, I'm going to lean towards the under here, even though it's five and a half plus one ten. I, I think the Bruins are going to be a little, a little worn down after trying to chase Connor McDavid around the entire game tonight. Uh, and the goaltender that we're seeing out of Jake Markstrom has been absolutely fantastic playing for this shit team this year. Two great goalies. Give me the under. I will say it sucks with uh, Matthew Portois. Still out for the Bruins long-term with a shoulder. That, that kind of hurts their center depth. He's done but for the season. He's done for the season. That's official, I yeah. Heard. Yeah, I think so. That's that's a kick in the pills. That sucks. Kid was having a cool year. Um, but yeah, either way, I'm taking Boston. Give me the under. Yeah, this is one of the few games on the board I haven't haven't bet yet. Only because it's a back-to-back for Boston. I want to see how they play tonight in Edmonton. I want to see kind of how this line moves as well. Um, Boston also has an injury to a defenseman. I'm sure Joel wants to get to that, so I won't steal his talking point. I have nothing for this game. Uh, lean to the Flames at home, but it's tough to bet Calgary right now. Or it's tough to bet any of these teams that are kind of in flux because you don't know what their mindset is going into this. Like, there's players that are like, "Okay, am I playing? Am I, I going to be here in three weeks? Or am I am like, how am I playing?" Like, so they could they could you know, be 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 amped up. They could just be like taking it easy. So, not going to bet this one. But uh, if I had to, a lean to Calgary and a lean to the over. Right, yeah, I mentioned on the last show that I bet the Bruins uh, 
point total a couple times under 107 and a half and uh this stretch is, is the reason why they're, they're gonna be in a in a war for the rest of the season they're gonna be playing some good teams a lot of the games on the road and uh, of course now Mappas Lindoma as, as Ryan teased is out uh week to week I'm seeing so yeah that that's a big blow to the the, the team that their strength is their blue line but without their second best defenseman and probably their best defensive defenseman in Hampus Lindome, they're going to be in for it. And uh, the Flames do generate a lot of chances. They can get some goal scoring. They're playing a totally different style under uh, what the Rahuska than than they were under Daryl Sutter. They do get a little. They do allow a lot more chances though. So maybe this this uh, five and a half is is kind of leaky to the over, especially the Bruins on the backs back against the Oilers. We could see a, a few more goals in this one. Though Markstrom, of course, negates a lot of that. So no feel for the total. Lean to the Flames, but no strong bet either way. I just like the the, the Bruins' uh, point total under. All right, heading down to the 10 p.m. time slot. We have the Vancouver Canucks against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle here. Vancouver on the money line sitting at minus 125. Seattle on the money line at plus 105. Uh, Over-under sitting at 6. Over-paying off minus 125. The under plus 105 here. This is like a rock First, like, uh, uh, or was a unmovable object against an unstoppable force here. The Canucks are very run and gun, offense, offense, offense driven. And Seattle's been, you know, they've been playing okay defensively as of late. They've been getting some hell of good goaltending from Joey Decord. You're right, Archer. I'll give you that. Joey Decord's a guy this year. He's playing well. Um, but that being said, the Canucks are on a three game losing streak coming into this game. They're an awesome team on the road at 18, 10, and four record here. Um, and truth be told, Seattle's not that great at home, dude. 11, 9, and five. That's a losing record, especially from a gambling point of view. Uh, I think minus 125 here on Vancouver definitely has some legs. Uh, is it crazy to think that that's a little too low for me? Or I, I don't know if maybe I'm just out to lunch a little bit on that one. But I'm going to take the Canucks here as far as over under in this game at six. I'm going to go towards the under just because we got two good goalies going at it with Thatcher Demko and Joey Decord. With that being said, I don't really love it. We know that the firepower that we have seen from the Canucks this year. And uh, truth be told, uh, I, I just don't know. I, I don't love that play at all. But I guess give me a, give me the over. Uh, you, or the oh, under. The under. What did yeah, I say? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'm fucking I, I, tired, bro. <laughs> you, you said the under. I, yeah, I, don't, I completely agree. I think the Canucks should be higher than minus 125 here. I'm all over them here in Seattle, you know. Tough, tough road trip so far. Back-to-back losses in Minnesota, then in Colorado. Going to be their third game in four nights, which is always tough. But I just don't trust Seattle whatsoever. Even at home, they're 11-9-5. They're 23-21-11 overall. So 23 wins and 32 losses there. Vancouver, just a much better team. You know, Vancouver... Uh, actually, the the Panthers now are the favorites for the uh, President's Trophy. As, you know, that, was a good, that was a good call out by Joel What's last night now? here. I think I saw... I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up while you're talking and then go after. But yeah, I like Vancouver here, minus 125. Also, do like the under six at plus 105. You can get under six and a half uh, where the lion roars at minus 120 if you prefer that. Vancouver has gone under in five of their past six games. It's just that one game where there were 17 goals and went over, over six goals. They've gone uh, six goals or fewer in, I think, seven of their past nine as well. Seattle's a low-scoring team with uh, Joey Decord there in net as well. So, like the under six and like the Canucks here. And uh, Joel, is there a name for this rivalry here, Vancouver Seattle? I know we got like names for stuff. I'm not sure if there's anything. For I was going to bring that up actually. It's okay. the I five rivalry because the I five goes from uh, Seattle up to Vancouver, so we got the I five rivalry. Okay. I don't know. It's dumb. The I-5 <laughs> I like yeah, it's it's okay. There's yeah. worse. There's worse out there for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, the, the, the thing about that that uh, President's Trophy bet and the Canucks under points total was was a little delayed, but we're recording like right when the games are happening, so it's it's tough to forecast that. But yeah, the, the idea was that the Panthers are going to win against the Senators and the Canucks are going to lose against the Avalanche. So naturally, the, the, the odds are better for us now. But uh, sorry, suckers. Um, <laughs> yeah, for this game, though, I'm against you guys. I kind of like the Kraken. The Kraken have been sitting at home. They've been stewing. They've been, they've been eating their fish, eating their salmon, throwing in their, their, their fucking rotten-ass crabs up the pike market and whatever. <laughs> I hate that city, man. But whatever. They, they've, been, they've been chilling. The Canucks have been in, like, in a war, man, going back and forth, cross-country, cross-country, then back to Minnesota, up to Colorado, playing an altitude, now up to Seattle. The Kraken have been sitting there. This whole time after playing the Red Wings a few days ago, so the Kraken are in a better spot here. So I'm, I'm leaning towards the Kraken. I haven't bet it. Probably won't bet it. But the, if I had to play a side, I would bet the Kraken. I do like I do like the under six, though. Uh, we, we'll see a more competitive game here. Demko should get the start and uh, the court as well. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get uh, two elite goalies. Two good defensive teams, and uh, yeah, I just thought we'll see seven goals in this one. So the under six at plus one hundred five has a, a taste of value, unlike the uh, the Pike Market's freshest fish. Yeah, President's Trophy. Now you got the Panthers plus three ten, Canucks plus five hundred, and then Rangers Bruins after that. See, that makes no sense. Like, why would the Canucks be favored before yesterday's matches? That's why you got to look at the schedules for these teams, like before you bet these these awards or the markets, uh, because <laughs> naturally the the Canucks are probably going to lose against the Avalanche on the, on the back to back in in altitude, and it, it shifts two dollars. Doesn't make any sense to me. That's why the bet was valuable. Hopefully, uh, a couple of you got on it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas here, at least on the money line, sitting at plus 100. Vegas on the money line, sitting at minus 120. The over unders at six, overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. I actually got a buddy going to this game, he flew out to a Vegas on Wednesday, so he's pretty excited to see that. They do it, they do it pretty cool in Vegas. Um, all right, let's get to at least on the second night of a back to back here. They're going to be playing Arizona tonight. I'm just going to say this. If the Leafs beat Arizona, that's five wins in a row for this team, and that'll be them winning all five games with the Morgan Riley suspension. Uh, Morgan Riley will be back for this game against Vancouver. And I'll tell you what, if the Leafs do that and go 5-0, and or with Vegas, sorry, if the Leafs go 5-0 and without Morgan Riley, they're going to lose his first game back. That's just how this team does. It's the stupidest thing. Uh, with that being said, with the Leafs on the second half of a back-to-back, Samsonov is confirmed to play against uh, Arizona, which means we'll probably see Martin Jones in net for this game. Martin Jones has looked shaky in his last couple of starts, and I think uh, I think that shouldn't come as a surprise that maybe he's not the greatest goalie as some Leaf fans like to think he is here. So if you got Martin Jones going up against Aiden Hill, um, I'm definitely going to be leaning towards Vegas in this game, and everything to this says play Vegas. Uh, minus what is that? What is it? Minus 120 favorites here. I, I think there's a lot of value on that. Truth be told, this team's been excellent at home, 19, 8, and 2. Leafs have a solid road record. Um, now, as far as over under in this game goes, I love the over in this at 6 at minus 115. Um, if Austin Matthews doesn't score tonight, this means that uh, he'll be pushing 50 for this Vegas game. E- even if it is on a back to back, the offense shows up here. We know Leafs defense is kind of lackluster. Obviously, there's not too many great players on it. Um, both teams generate a hell of a lot of shots, and both teams, uh, truth be told, do give up a lot of shots as well. Um, that Leafs power play is deadly, though, too, man. And they are starting to get some depth score, and you're seeing guys like Bertuzzi got on the board. Ryan's favorite, Bobby McMahon, has five goals in the past three he's games. Fake. He's, a, he's a fake person. <laughs> he's actually sick, bro. Um, 
who else? Uh, Matthew Nyes got on the board the other day. So we're starting to see a little bit of depth coming out of this team here. Uh, Aiden Hill is expected to start this game for Vegas. Obviously, he's been awesome this year. Um, but I'm still leaning towards the over. It's at six. Come on, a Leaf game over six. You got to take that. Uh, so give me the over and give me the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, I mean, you got Magic Magic Hands, Mar- Marty Jones in there. And, and where, where are all the best Magic shows? In in Vegas. So if there's a chance for him to, to turn it around here, it is going to be in Vegas. But I also do like the Golden Knights here. Minus 120. I imagine that'll go higher uh, tomorrow as people realize it's a back-to-back for the Leafs. Depending what happens to that, of course, in Arizona. But I do like Vegas at minus 120 quite a bit. Their the underlying numbers haven't been great. Uh, you know, they did, ju- did just get Shea Theodore back. Still without Eichel and uh, a few other guys, but so are the Leafs. Still, still out with, still out with uh, a few defensemen there that are, are not playing, even though Riley is coming back. So I like Vegas on the on uh, yeah Leafs on a back to back. Also, uh, shout out Nicholas Wah with the uh, the assist last night in uh, against the Predators. I think uh, I think Colt put that in the chat that, that no one else took that, but he did. So I'm glad he cashed that there. I, I'd probably Riley Colt gets a win. Had a boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's. I think it was plus 190, plus 200 for him to get an assist. He has an assist now in four of his past five games, uh, eight of his past 10 or so. So, yeah, Nicholas Waugh is stepping up in, on, on the first line there. Vegas minus 120. You know what else happens in Vegas? Threesomes, because we're all on the fucking Vegas Golden Knights here. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Knights here. The Leafs in the back-to-back, playing the worst goalie. And, uh, yeah, this this line doesn't make too much sense to me with the, the Leafs uh, predicament. Plus, they're going to complete their their 5-0 and campaign to avenge Morgan Riley's unjust suspension. Now that he comes right. back, they're going to lose. No doubt about it. That's the, <laughs> that's the Leafs narrative to a T. Uh, Gold Knights, they did lose Mark Stone in the in the Predators game. That he left to to an upper body injury. I saw that. Um, so just in time for the fucking playoff deadline, I'll put him in LTIR like they always do. Um, <laughs> that's that's just how it goes. Uh, but yeah, even without him, I like the Knights here to to get it done. Minus one twenty. They're a better team than the Maple Leafs, even without him. So yeah, fucking Bruce Casty fooled me. He said he'll. Yeah, Shane Tito. We'll expect him back next week, probably. Ah, oh, turns out the next game. Fuck him. What did we tell you? We called it though. We said that. Yeah. We yeah. said he was going to be doing lines of the Bellagio and he's going to be ready to go. <laughs> sure enough, that's what happened. Liars. Um, quickly, I want to say I fell down a rabbit hole and you guys are going to think this is so stupid. Somebody clipped together a highlight package for Simone Benoit and it was like three <laughs> oh, minutes. What was it? You? <laughs> no, it wasn't me, but it was somebody out there is doing the Lord's work because it was unbelievable. It's just him throwing bodies and playing good defense. And I was like, and it's just like blocking shots and blocking passes and shit. I'm like, hell yeah, this is unbelievable. Uh, also, quick note, it is official. Joseph Wool has been loaned to the Toronto Marlies on a conditioning stint. He is on ice practicing with the teams, expected to play a couple of games. Uh, I know you guys might laugh a little bit, but this guy was playing such good hockey before his injury. Um, but if he comes back and he is in prime form, form uh look out for that to be a little a little kind of boost to some some value i guess if he's playing because as long as he's still playing the way he was he was fucking sick dude and hopefully uh, there's no lingering issues it wasn't a high ankle injury so that can kind of have an effect for the rest of the season but fingers crossed for our boy or at least my boy joseph wool What's the talk in Toronto around the deadline? Like, are there any are any main targets or any main it's, areas? Dude, it's a mess. So you got you got people saying, oh, they got to trade this and that. And then you got everybody that's saying, well, realistically, that they probably shouldn't do anything because one, their value, the assets that they have isn't a lot. And second of all, a lot they of people suck. don't really have this team exactly going very far just based off roster construction. My quick opinion on it is that 
your additions for the playoffs have to be the people on your team. They look at guys like Bertuzzi that has two goals in 30 games and shit like that. Max Domi's been in a bit <laughs> of a one, slump. One, one, of the, one of the goals is Austin Matthews hamming it off his body, right? Literally, exactly, <laughs> yeah. right? That's the one that broke the slump for him, right? He didn't score 20 games up for that. But with that being said, both those two players I listed, Bertuzzi and Domi, have a track record of stepping up and playing well in the playoffs. So yeah. I think your deadline acquisitions for the playoffs or just your playoff you know, enhancements should just be those guys playing up to their capabilities. You know, We haven't seen it. And I think if they do that, they're they're a better team, obviously, you know, when it comes to depth scoring. So I, I think that the Leafs, in order to have success, they they have to just take it upon themselves, man. It's as simple as that. No one or two players is going to come in and solidify your roster here. Yes, they need help on the back end. Is it worth trading a first-round pick for 20 games with Chris Tanev? Personally, I don't think so, but I don't know. Right. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll touch into that closer to the deadline for a lot of other teams as well. So stay posted for that. Um, all right, final game on the docket here. We got the Nashville Predators against the LA Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Nashville on the money line sitting at plus 136. Kings on the money line at minus 162. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, our boy, big save Dave Riddick's playing some goddamn good hockey. 8-2-3 and three record for this team. Uh, 2.25 goals against average and a .919 save percentage. Those are sick numbers, dude. Uh, with that being said, the Kings, they're they are powering ahead, man. They're getting better. They're Obviously, they had a massive losing streak, and everybody was pissed. They fired the coach. Well, guess what? They've won the past four games. Uh, they're not a great home team this year, but I, I don't know what to make of this Preds team, though, bro. Every, every time I bet against them, they seem to fucking win, and every time I bet for them, they seem to lose. So personally, for me, this is kind of a stay-away game. I don't hate Nashville plus 136 here on the money line. Are they playing tonight by chance? No, they're not. Yeah. Eh? So, yeah, I don't hate that, man. They're a good road team this year, too. What's the record? 15, 10, and 2. Um, shit, bro. I might have to take the Preds here at plus 136 uh, as far as over under goes in this game. Ah, shit, I don't know. Two goalies playing fine. I guess I lean towards the under, but I don't really love it. Yeah, I don't really have much for this game. I, I like the Kings. I think the Kings are going to win, but minus 162 might be a little bit steep. Can't get a good read on the Predators, just like Talon just said. They, they won in Vegas last night, beat one St. Louis before that. Dominated them. I, I think, yeah, I think I was against them in, in both games there. So Kings, you know, they they I also had the Blue Jackets against the Kings last night. Kings won 5-1. So I like the Kings' futures. I was just, just looking up the Kings' uh, Stanley Cup odds. That's why I didn't scroll the odds down. Thank you, Dilly. They're still 22 to 1. I, I still like that. Um, yeah, lean to the Kings in this game. Uh, maybe a slight lean to the under six at minus 115 with Soros and either Talbot or Big Save Dave somehow being a, a goalie game in net. Yeah, I don't have much for this game. I like both teams going forward. Hope the Predators make the playoffs somehow. Get over that 86 and a half point total. Kings also uh, played their point total yesterday on over 100 and a half. Uh, that's all I got for this game. I don't know. I mean, lean to the under, I guess, with both teams playing well defensively, especially the Kings. And uh, we'll, we should have Saros and for this one. And big safe Dave, of course. Uh, I don't expect either teams play on Friday. I, I don't think that they uh, – I don't I don't see any reason why they'd play Talbot again. I'm a bit scared with the way that he's been playing. But uh, with Riddick and Nett, I'm okay with that. And Lankinen played last game. He was, he was actually really good against the Knights. Um, and So it should be Saros in this one. So lean to the under, but I haven't bet this game at all. I hope for uh, an OT Preds win would be ideal result for me. Dude, do you think the Kings get it together by playoffs? Like, obviously the goaltending. Yeah, they are. Check, they they are. I know they are. I know, but 
there's some questions like defensively, they're probably one of the best teams in the league, man. If you look at the metrics and shit, like goals allowed their third shots on goal allowed their fifth. They have the best penalty kill in the league. Like uh, I, I think the Kings might end up being the real deal. And it was just like a massive 15 game fucking slip that, the, the, they just absolutely shit the bed in every which way possible. Uh, Dubois, Dubois finally scored a couple. Uh, yeah, that's the former team. Yeah, and yeah. that that Quinn Botfield goal. I saw the headline yeah. last night. I didn't Sick. watch it until today. Just absolutely unbelievable. Like, like that's like a goal of the year candidate for real. Dude, he's he, breaking he's out. On a, he's on their third line. He was top line before. Mm-hmm. They had, they had the depth. So yeah, I, I love them for the uh, for the players. Yeah, with Arvidsson back, they'll get some goal scoring. I, I like the Kings going forward for sure. Well, that's been their problem too. Like if you look at it, they generate they have the third most shots on goal average per game, but the shooting percentage is twenty fifth in the league. It's terrible, right? So they just they just got to find the back of the net. They're getting the chances, and I think they they need goaltending though. Eh? Like that's. That's been a total kick in the pills. Riddick's been fine, but I don't know if that's your answer going into playoffs. You know, talent shits on us for using XG, but he uses shots on goal instead. <laughs> I like. I think it's valuable, bro. Like, I'm not going to go into it's, high danger scoring at chances and shit like this. It's, it's just a little bit more in depth version of shots on goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I'm a goalie, and I'll tell you what, I've let in a lot of shit goals. So any shot on goal is a high danger chance when I'm in the net. <laughs> right. Uh all right, we're gonna move into our lock dogs and oh sorry, consensus plays. My bad. Gilbert, what do we got? Yeah, consensus plays here. We got the uh stars minus 155. We have Tampa Bay in regulation minus 125. Islanders blues over six and a half plus one oh two. Canucks Kraken under six plus one oh five, and then Vegas at minus one twenty. Hell yeah. Um, okay, Lock Dogs and Totals current standings here. Jolie's got a record of 49, 44, and 3, up 7.57 units. Uh, Ryan's got a record of 39, 56, and 1, down 18.57 units. I got a record of 42 and 54, down 18.94 units. We were doing so good, Gilbert, and then we just we just shit all over ourselves. So, um, All right, Jolie, kick us off here. What do you got? Sure. This is a big game, big game. Avalanche, money line against the Red Wings, minus 148. I think they cruise against this fake-ass fraudulent team. I hate them so much. They're going to crush them. Uh, they should not belong in the playoff discussion. Uh, hopefully the Lightning overtake them, and uh, we don't have to see the Red Wings in the playoffs where it's, things are holier than this uh, satanic concoction that is the Detroit Red Wings, so uh, they can fuck off. Uh, dogs, we're going to go with the Islanders regulation, plus 135 against the Blues, just the better team. Uh, couldn't find an actual money line dog, so that's what we're going with. And total Avalanche Red Wings, same game over six and a half, minus 135. The Red Wings might be Satan spawn, but they can still score a few goals. And the Avalanche, you know, they like to let a few in, uh, but they'll also score like four or five. So, like the over in that game as well. Yeah, for me, my lock is the Stars minus 155 at the Senators, just a much better team. Should have Ottinger in net there. I expect that line to go up. Uh, my dog, I changed this one during the show. I had the lightning on the puck line, plus 124 at home against the Capitals. I went over the, the oh, puck line. Oh, you dirty dog. That's twice in a row now. You see you, you do the puck line of my lock last show. Now the Talons this show. I, I think I put my dog in last show before you put your lock, though. Oh, I, I, I was going to go. With, <laughs> I, I, thought about, I thought about going with the Red Wings, but I don't want to don't go against Joel's lock. Can't go against Joel's lock. And then my total, Islanders, Blues, over six and a half, plus 102. Another dog there if you like it. Yeah, like, like the uh, over there, both teams can can score a bit. I'm going to start dogging up against your lock, Gilbert, like I used to do and had a fucking sick hit. Right it, was least guarantee a, it was guarantee a win for one of us. So like, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, for myself. No, it I, also prevents the elusive 9-0 record. Which, which that's very true. Yeah. You're right. That's not cool. That's what we strive for, right? 
Uh, for myself, I am locking up Tampa Bay in regulation versus Washington at minus 125. I think those are some great odds. Uh, this Tampa team is sick at home this year. Uh, what do we say their home record was? It's sitting at 18-7-3. Um, what did I say? Like eight of the past 10 wins the Lightning have had have been in regulation as well. And I don't think Washington's that great of a team, truth be told. So love that play. Uh, for my dog. Back, I'm just all about the regulations this game, bro. Give me Florida in regulation versus Carolina plus 160. This is a bit of a bit of a toughy play here, man. You got two great teams going at it. I think Florida is the better team. They have a great road record. Nothing against Carolina. Uh, Florida is currently on a six-game winning streak. Out of those six games, five of them have been won in regulation, uh, all except for the Ottawa overtime win. I believe that was the last time they played. Um, so I do like that play at plus 160. I think that's some tremendous value. Uh, and then for my total. Uh, I said at least Vegas over six minus one fifty. Magic hands Barton Jones in net here. Uh, what, what else is to ask, man? The only thing this Leaf team is doing properly is actually scoring goals right now, and the depth is coming. So the over is definitely a good look in this game, especially with an even six at minus one fifteen. All right, boys. Anything else we want to add here before we uh, before we wrap this bad boy up? No, just the usual spiel. Subscribe, uh, like, comment on, on YouTube. We, we appreciate the subscriptions there. Hopefully, we can go get up. Get uh, get growing for the for the playoffs. Uh, Apple, Spotify as well. Leave us a five star rating and review. Helps the show grow. Tell a friend. Turn on auto download. All that good stuff. We'll we'll try and get something cooking for trade deadline. I wanted to live stream the whole trade deadline, just me boozing at like nine o'clock and like <laughs> taking mushrooms or something. No, I work. I felt I work. It sucks, so I can't. Right, but I would have been sold down. So maybe next year we'll fire that up. But. Uh, either way, there we'll try to get shit going on at the trade deadline. Anyway, I know I was gonna do like pre- like PowerPoint presentations and shit and go really hard <laughs> into it, but uh, it's gonna have to wait till maybe next year. So maybe I'll call in sick. I don't know. We'll play it by ear. We'll see. Hopefully, none of my bosses are listening or anything. But um, either way, we'll get something cool planned and some good content coming out leading up into that and uh, a deep dive, I suppose. All right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports, baby. Obviously, we got hockey. Massive slate tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, what else is going on? NASCAR has been absolutely popping off. That NASCAR Gambling Podcast is absolutely killing it. I feel like all those guys do is pick winners. Um, basketball, baseball, MMA, golf. I haven't even looked at what's going on in golf tomorrow. Maybe jump in the Discord for that. Uh, anyways, you can find all that information on the SGPN website. Check it out. Listen to the shows. Check out all the articles. Check out Ryan's Fantasy Hockey articles that he's banging out. That's awesome. Uh, and, of course, shout out all of our friends and pals in the Discord, man. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money, and you're not having a good time. It's an absolute blast. Everybody in there is super cool, having a goddamn good time, bro. So if you want to get in there, reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account or social media assistant producer. We'll get you going. He'll, uh, he'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh, or what you can do is I don't even just go to the sick fucking jacket store and when you're at the sick jacket store you'll see our boy joel meyer there because he's looking pretty goddamn good is that leather what is that fucking right it is yeah it looks nice buddy it looks nice so hell yeah um all right, that should be good boys but that's how you can get into the discord yeah joel looks like you're trying to steal mrs m from me watching too many irish shows i gotta look like a fucking gangster these days and in Are addition you- to calling every uh everybody a scumbag are what you gonna that, get that? Uh, what was that show you said last night? Love hate. It's love slash hate. It's a great love show. Right. Excellent characters. Hilarious fucks. If you show up with that really shitty Peaky Blinders haircut one of these days, I don't know if I could take it. I would probably explode. Come to Vancouver, buddy. I'll fucking fight you, you scumbag. 
<laughs> Meet you halfway in Winnipeg. I was outside. Oh, yeah, please <laughs> play the abs. Let's go. Exactly. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Tyler Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Tyler underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. Crikey. I'm Joe. You can find me throwing out a shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.